Hey, hey, welcome into my thoughts and dreams. This is the Ingenuity Podcast, episode 12, Don't Give In on Giving Up. I am Chris Gilley, father of five, married to my dream girl for almost 20 years. I started this podcast to share my life and how God has orchestrated it all. Have you ever had a pro- an idea, project, or dream that you felt was inspired by God? but you just couldn't get it all the puzzle pieces to fit. Well, I believe that the process is the greatest gift God gave the world. It is so much sweeter to finish the race knowing that you trained and you fought to overcome the negative thoughts to give up. Our greatest weakness lies in giving up. The most certain way to succeed is always to try just one more time. That's by Thomas Edison. Great quote that, uh, that I read quite often that, you know, keeps me motivated. We listen to all the chatter around us. We listen to everybody else's ideas, everybody else's opinions. We listen to everybody else's assessment of the situation before we listen to God's direction. Every train has a conductor. The train represents your life. The train and the tracks it follows is where your life is headed, what direction it is going. It represents all the things that God has blessed you with, your life, what you've been entrusted with. Your life is heading in a direction according to where the tracks are pointed. Now now stick with me here. I know this is a simple analogy, but that a lot of us are like Jonah, Jonah in the well. You know, Jonah in the well is a a story in the Old Testament. Jonah was an Israelite whom God had called to be a prophet, but he refused to accept his divine mission and left on a sea voyage instead, turning his back to God for the moment. He lived for three days inside a creature, the well, after which the fish vomited out Jonah upon the dry land. Instead of listening to what the voice of God says, because a lot of times that doesn't make sense, we're listening to what our senses say because that's something that we can understand and grasp. Can I tell you, there's a lot of stuff that God told people to do in the Bible that didn't make a lot of sense. If you live your life by what makes sense, you'll never become a person of strong faith and able to hear God's direction. If it always has to make sense and be in order for you to obey God, you'll never know what it means to ride the train through the mountain and trust in Him. You know, I feel that we've all got two voices in our heads, a good one and a bad one, just like cartoons with the, you know, angel on one side and the devil on the other shoulder and the characters being tempted by good and evil. You know, they both want to be top dogs. I can tell you, we just, we've got to just feed the good one a little bit more, spend a little more time with the good one than the other. 
Don't give your energy to the devil. Happiness is an emotional response to a result. If I win, I will be happy. If I don't, I won't. It's an if-then cause and effect standard that we just can't sustain because we immediately raise the bar every time we attain it. Now see, happiness demands a certain outcome. It is a result-reliant And I say, if happiness is what you are after, then you're going to let me going to be let down frequently and you're going to be unhappy much of the time. Joy, though, joy is a different thing altogether. It's something else. Joy is not not a choice. It's not a response to some result. Constant joy is the feeling that we have from doing what we are molded to do, no matter the outcome. Now, personally, as a husband and a father, I started enjoying my life and literally being more happy when I stopped trying to make the daily task a means to achieve happiness. For example, I, I need this career to be successful. You know, I, I need my performance to be acknowledged. I need the respect of my coworkers, bosses, and the family around me. These are all reasonable aspirations. But the truth is, as soon as the work is done, the to-do list is complete. The doing of the deed became the reward in itself for me. I got more accolades and respect than I ever had before. See, joy is always in the process. It's under construction. It is the constant approach, alive and well, in doing a doing of what we're fashioned to do and enjoying the easiest way to dissect su- success. I feel that it's through gratitude. I mean, thanks for the most simple things in my day. The things we sometimes take for granted. We must give thanks for these things. And that gratitude reciprocates, creating more to be thankful for. It's really that simple and it works. I started a gratitude journal a few months ago and it has been a game changer for how I approach life and interact with people in my circle. I'm not saying to deny your failures. No, we, we can be educated by them. But only if we look at them constructively as a vehicle to reveal what we are truly good at. But we can't, be, can't better ourselves. What we do to succeed at. We try our best. We don't always do our best. And since we are the architects of our own lives, we are in charge. In charge of the decisions that we make. Spend time studying your habits and practices, the routines that you have that lead to And fuel your success, your joy, your honest pain even, your laughter, your own tears and grief. Let's inspect these things. Let's give thanks. And when we do that, I want you to guess what happens. We better ourselves. 
we're stretched and how we get closer to God in that process. We live in in a get-rich-quick internet world, a 15 minutes of fame world, a Facebook and Instagram lifestyle. We are immersed in, in it every day, but we all want to succeed, right? So the question that we've got to ask ourselves is, what success is to us personally? Is it financial stability? That's fine. I, you know, I've got really nothing against money and finances. It is a need to navigate through life. But it's your health and your family and their health. Maybe it's to help others, to have a happy marriage, for your kids to be successful, possibly to be spiritually sound and to leave the world a little bit better place, to be able to grow and construct the better you. Continue to ask yourself those questions. Your answers will probably change over time, and that, that's totally okay. But do yourself this favor. Whatever your answers are, don't choose anything that would jeopardize your health and your soul. Prioritize who you are and who you envision yourself to be. Make sure you don't spend your energy and time with anything or anyone that pulls you down. Don't allow your character to be discolored by the negative vibes of the world. All right, life is not a popularity contest. We, We must be brave to climb the mountain. But first, answer this question, what's my mountain? For me, it's a list of six truths that I find value in. Number one. Being a present and intentional father. Number two, being a stellar husband. Number three, making health, mind, body, and faith a priority in my days. Number four, being invested in my career to provide for my family. Number five, that my circle raises me up as much as I raise them up. And number six, God guides my life. These are, this is what the most important things to me in my life are right now. Because I want to keep all six in a healthy balance. And I know that if I don't take care of them, spend time daily under the hood, if I don't keep up maintenance on them, one of them is going to break down, going to have a flat, going to have leaking oil, or it will just have a glitch and die. So first we have to define success for ourselves, and then we have to put it in the work to maintain it and not allow failure to stop us. You know, God desires us to rely on him and draw close to him. Take the time daily to hear God and allow him to work in your life. Our faith will keep keep the things that are important to us in good shape, defining ourselves by what we are not is the first step that leads us to really knowing 
who we are and how God created us. Don't allow negative interactions to pull you down. Stop giving them your time and energy. Just don't go there. And when you do this, when you do put them on pause, when you quit allowing people or things to influence you in a negative way and you don't give them your time, you inadvertently will find yourself spending more time in more places that are healthy for you, that bring, bring you more joy because you just eliminate the, the who's, the where's, and the what's that were keeping you from your identity. Now, look, I need you to trust me. Having too many options, I promise you this will make a tyrant of, of us all. Get rid of the excess, the wasted time. Decrease your options. If you do this, you will have accidentally, almost innocently, put it in front of you what is more important to you. By process of elimination, getting to know who you are is hard. It is hard. So, you know, give yourself a break. Eliminate who you were not first. And you're going to find yourself where you need to be. Doing all of these things will give you more tools to reach the finish line. We do our best when our destination outweighs our procrastination. We do our best when our destinations outweigh our procrastinations. When our reach continually exceeds our grasps, And when the race is never over, the journey has no end. The adventure is is never complete because we are always on the way. Always a work in progress. We may have bumps in the road, detours along the way. But one truth that never fails is that God is always there and waiting for us to rely on him and his unending love. So don't let your thoughts go to the point where you give up, give in on giving up. I really hope this motivates you to never quit and always know that our motivations come from within and through how God has created us. I've got three quotes here. I really want you to listen to them and, and allow them to sink in. Most of the important things in the world have been accomplished by people who have kept on trying when they seem to be when there seemed to be no hope at all. And that's by Dale Carnegie. The next one I have, successful men and women keep moving. They make mistakes, but they don't quit. Conrad Hilton. And the last one, the most difficult thing is the decision to act. The rest is merely tenacity. The fears are paper tigers. You can do anything you decide to do. You can act to change and control your life. And the procedure, the process, is is its own reward. Amelia Earhart. Be blessed. Until next time, have a great day. Gilly out.
Hey guys, to those of you already supporting the show with a monthly subscription, thank you so much. If you're not a supporter and you'd like to help make this show possible, tap the link in the episode's description and visit Anchor Ingenuity to become a monthly supporter. Thank you for all that you do. Thank you for the feedback, comments, and support. Have a great one.